Trading Nut, episode 34. Traders will come to me. They have a strategy. It's proven. It's tested. And they say, but in the moment, in the heat of the moment, I just don't execute it. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax. Learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial trading or investing advice of any kind. What's up traders, welcome to another installment of the Trading Up podcast. Now today I've got for you Richard Friesen on the show. Now Richard's got a lot of experience uh, in the broker industry, he's been a floor trader, he's been a financial software developer and entrepreneur and now he's in the game of building your mind muscle. So he runs the Mind Muscle Academy and uh, it's at mindmuscles.com. Now Rich is... We've got, a, I suppose, we've got a bit of a different kind of interview for you today. So we do dive into some questions to start off with, but then we quickly get into something quite special for you guys and quite cringeworthy for me. So he's actually taking me through, or actually takes me through a full-on session that he would do with one of his clients. Now this uses he uses NLP techniques and hypnosis and those sorts of things. I think it's hypnosis. I'm not too sure, but definitely NLP. There was something going on when I was doing this session with him, and you guys get to hear the whole session uh, in a few seconds. And look, I'm not going to listen to it ever again. I simply because I just, I, I, I don't even want to know what I said. I felt like I was under some sort of trance or what have you, and I really, I didn't know what was going on. So, guys, there's also an accompanying video of the whole thing as well. So if you want to see me sat here with my eyes closed after going and uh, coaching my girls football, just before I was about to run out and play a game of football myself, then uh, you're going to see that on video format as well. I don't know what that looks like. I don't even want to watch that either. This stuff for me is just, I, I just don't like seeing myself like this. But, guys, you guys are going to find out a bit more about me, a bit more about, or a lot about what Rich does in terms of how he helps his clients overcome psychological issues to do with trading. And now, look, it's, he, he works with financial professionals. He works with independent traders, all sorts of people, business leaders, entrepreneurs, basically anyone who wants to expand their mental game uh, to make consistent profits. This is what this guy does, all right? And look, the end of the session, I've got to say, we had a little breakthrough as well. So you're going to hear that in a second. Now, before we get into it, I do want to let you know that uh, there are some silences in the episode. So times where... He's thinking or letting, giving me time to think, and I'm obviously in some sort of trance and not really knowing what I'm doing. And um, yeah, so there's going to be some silence. You'll see it in the, if you watch the video, you'll, you'll probably get a better experience. But for now, you'll still get a great experience on the podcast anyway, because the silences only go on for maybe 10, 15 seconds at most. Just don't think your podcast has broken. That's what's happened. Now, just changing subjects slightly. So... I want to do something a little bit different here at the Trading Up podcast. What I want to do is I want to open the floor up for you listeners 
to ask your trading related questions. Now, I, I raised this after the idea came to me when I was listening to the only other trading podcast I listened to, which is from the guy who was on the show by the name of VP uh, not so long ago. Now, he does the Forex Q&A podcast, and I thought that's what this podcast is missing, some Q&A from the listeners, and I'm I don't believe at the moment I'm in the right position to do the A, so I can't really give you the in-depth answers on the markets, but I do know someone um, who can. Now, I'm going to bring them on pretty much, uh, well, actually, I want you to tell me, do you want to hear a question and answer answered every single week, or do you want to have a whole bunch answered at once in a series of maybe three to five different episodes where there are questions just answered the whole time? Let me know on my social media channels, okay? So post a hey, post your post your questions there, or send me a direct message on my social media channels. And just for you guys, I'll put them in the show description. I'll make sure the links are clearer on the website because I don't they're not that clear. And uh, head over there, find me. It's trading nuts across pretty much all of them. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter is actually MetaTrader Cam. If you can't find me, or just search for Cam Hawkins. So, guys, go on there if you've got a trading-related question about virtually anything, and I'm going to get this expert back on the show. Either we're going to have uh, we're going to have him on in just one tranche and do a Q and A session, and that'll be a podcast episode, or we'll get him in for episodes now and again, or every single week, and just drop answers to these questions. So guys, I want you to flood over to those social media channels, um, drop your question in the direct message, or you can leave a comment, um, oh, YouTube as well, you can also do YouTube, and that's Trading Nut as well. So YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, head over there now, leave your trading-related question, anything you want, anything you can think of. Now, I do want to just, I suppose, make this slight point so the the one i mentioned before vp's one it was he's a very much an indicator based uh, trader so if you've got indicator specific questions and look i mean feel free to ask them here but he's also had a bunch of them over there as well so if you've got more price related questions then that would be even better um, they could be trading psychology could be money money management anything like that just please this is your chance to get an answer from an expert trader of something you desperately want to find out or you desperately want to know. All right, folks, so two actions on that. Head over to my social media, leave the question, and then let me know, do you want to hear it in uh, in one big dump in an episode or do you want to hear it drip-fed? So dump or drip-fed. All right, guys, right, here we go. Sorry, I went on a little bit here, too much, but we're going to get into this episode with Richard Friesen, and uh, you're going to hear me reveal way too much, and I'm definitely not going to listen to this because it just freaks me out. All right, here we go. Let's do it. All right, guys, so we've got Rich Friesen here on the show with us, Trading Up podcast uh, in video format as well from the Mind Muscles Academy. Is that Mind Muscles or Mind Muscle? Mind muscles, plural. Plural, brilliant. And we've got a bit of an interesting show for you guys today. We're actually going to attempt a, a session with me in terms of uh, diagnosing my trading psychology sort of, I suppose, issues that uh, psychological issues that I might have to do with my trading and, and how they sort of go all the way back to uh, who knows how far they go back. <laughs> but I know that there's definitely some there because I've even seen things in the last. A week or two, which which I'm sort of like, and even the last month, and sort of thinking, I know that 
there's must be something that's making me do this and i don't know what it is and hopefully today we can find out what that is rich yep this something is making me do this something is making me do this yes well look do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about you yourself first uh before we get into it sure i'm richard friesen and uh, i started as a family and individual therapist way back when and then i got enticed to the floors of the exchanges i had a friend who uh was arbitraging silver between uh, Chicago and New York. And uh, so I didn't want to go to Chicago, so I started with Merrill Lynch as a commodity broker in San Francisco, but then was so enticed that I ended up getting a seat on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, and I got hired by my friend at CRT, Chicago Research and Trading, and I moved back to San Francisco and opened a desk uh, trading options on equities. From there, I ended up uh, starting my own firm with, uh, in which I discovered a lot of my own internal limitations as I grew. And that really brought in the psychology and the therapy that I had studied previously. And as a result, when I started building my firm and training traders, I noticed that some of them still had it. I mean, we had a system. It just cranked out money day after day with really low risk. And some of them were unable to make money. And so it occurred to me that maybe they were, you know, working with the same issues that I had. And so as a result, we ended up uh, working with those issues, and that made a big difference. And after the floors ended, I uh, started an online software company that uh, was an online exchange, and the uh, assets were eventually bought by Hitachi. And then I started Mind Muscles bringing what I know, all the years of experience as a trader, as a floor trader, training traders, my uh, psychology background as a therapist. And what I discovered was that this is like, what a difference this can make. People, you know, our traders will come to me, they have a strategy, it's proven, it's tested. And they say, but in the moment, in the heat of the moment, I just don't execute it. And this is where we can really make a huge difference in their lives. Well, I'm, I'm fascinated to, to find out what it is we dive into today because I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be pretty insightful for myself uh, and hopefully the listeners as well. I'm, I'm sure it will be for the listeners. I mean, before we dive in, can you quickly sort of give us some, uh, like probably your best story from, from all your years of, of training traders? Like, has there been any, have there been any sort of traders that have been like, you know, massively high earners who have come to you and, and, um, and seen strange things happen? Oh, <laughs> uh, how much time do you have? Oh, look, I mean, if we can go to the best story and then, then we can, um, okay. then we can sort yeah, of dive I had, into this. Um, I was, I had built a trading firm on the Pacific exchange options floor and I wanted to expand to the SIBO, the Chicago board of options exchange. And there was a trader there that had blown out. He was very skilled, very experienced, and so he was introduced to me by a third party, and I talked to him on the phone for a lot for several days. And I says, well, okay, come on out to San Francisco. So I got to know him personally. He stayed at our house. We went for some long hikes. Um, and he said, you know, I've made some mistakes in my life, and I'm ready to make a change. So I said, okay, let's go for it. Sent him back to the SIBO, created, bought a seat, um, funded his account. And uh, after about... We, have, we had a certain risk profile that 
we used that was just really consistent. And all of a sudden, I noticed the firm's risk profile was way out of whack. And so, you know, you go, whoa, what's going on? And so you dig down, and here we were short some way out of the money puts, thousands of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, well, where did these come from? Well, they came from the SIBO. So I called him up and said, uh, what's going on? This is, you know, not part of the training that we went through. He says, oh, they're just a really good sale. They're going out worthless. I said, but it's not part of our risk profile. Uh, bring them in. That's not a part of what do we do because, you know, if we had a major drop in the exchange, mm. we would be out of business, and I don't play that game. So uh, three days later, I look at the position, and not only was it not smaller, but it had grown bigger. Whoa. I said, you know, this isn't working. You've got to be out by the end of business today. He says, but the brokers are just going to screw me. The market makers know I have to get out. And if you tell me that, they're just going to jack up the price. And I said, doesn't matter. Get out. End of the day, we weren't out. I gave him a call. He weren't, wasn't answering his phone. <laughs> so next day, I uh, give the order to a broker. And it was very expensive to get out. And it turned out that he had an inner process that was attached to his dream of being a really big shot. A lot of ego involved that I didn't sense when I interviewed him, that he felt he could predict the market. He felt like he knew what was going on. And never, never mind that he had already blown out an account that he felt that this need, this ego, this drive to be right, this need to fight the markets, the need to stand up. And it had made him a lot of money during his career. But when you're wrong, then you lose big. Mm. So that's the story. And it really taught me a lesson about continuing working with traders because not only did he have an issue but the traders in my team, the traders that I train, we all have these hidden parts of ourselves. We attach, like it's so typical of a trader to say, this is my dream. Trading is going to solve everything. I'm going to get respect from my parents. My, my spouse is going to feel more comfortable. I'm going to get wealthy. My, my world's going to be just fine. You know, I'm, and finally, I can... I can respect myself and I can prove to the world that I am a really talented person. Well, we have this much attached to your success. What that means is every tick in a trade, your way, you go, yes, my dream is coming true. Yes. But every tick against you, oh my God. You may, it may not even realize it, but subconsciously, this is a threat to your dream. So right away, your perspective goes like this, mm. down to tunnel vision, and immediately you start reacting from a survival mode. Mm. I'd like to say that that doesn't resonate with me, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately it does. <laughs> uh, right, so so uh, great story there, Rich. Now, how do we want to start this session then? So this is this is un unheard of, really, for, for the Trading Up podcast and, and what I've mm -hmm. done. So... It's a bit of an experiment, guys. We're going to see how it goes, and um, and hopefully, uh, yeah, I can answer Rich's questions, and and we'll go from there. I'll, I'll okay. leave. You, I'll let you lead it from here. Great. So, Cam, tell me a little bit about your recent trading 
what's working and what isn't working. Okay, so so I um so in the last uh, probably month and a bit, maybe two months. Mm-hmm. Oh no, sorry, last month. No, sorry, two months. Yeah, last two months. Uh, so I learned a new system, and I was completely. I'm completely comfortable with the system. I understand it. I can see how it works. I've practiced it. Uh, I've back tested it, and I, I started implementing it on on a live account, a very small live account. So like very very small. Um, and I knew I realized the first week that it was literally going to be a sort of sample size of of what what I can actually achieve out of this. Mm-hmm. And the first week was the I mean I grew the account by fifteen percent, and so I was like I was stoked that. And some of the trades I'd taken were trades with very little drawdown and massive reward. Okay. And so you I was you, were, you say you were stoked. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I was like because it was the first, literally the first time in in quite some time that I've I've had a successful week. It was an actual successful week where okay. I hadn't Can had a successful day, but I had a week. Time? So let's go back to that time. And I want you to remember the moment that you really were feeling stoked the most. Think about whether it was the day, the end of the week, looking at your statements. What was the, the moment where that feeling of stokeness, that, that just wonderful feeling, where, did, where was that? Can you identify it? I think it was when I think it was when I woke up because so all the orders were triggering overnight mm-hmm. and I woke up it, and I woke up the first day and it was like check the phone and there was blue on the screen which is mm-hmm. plus trades and there was more than one and it was like okay that's a bit unusual usually I don't have these you know a, a usually I enter at the market as opposed to limit mm-hmm. orders and so these were all limit orders that were triggered and they've all gone into profit and and I was like, okay, well, that's that's pretty good. And then the next day, when it happened again, but they were significantly in, significantly in profit, mm-hmm. and there was maybe three or four trades perhaps in profit, and then checked the trades, and I was like, these are like laser sharp entries mm-hmm. on I think two of them, and the other two were were pretty good. Uh, that's at that point I was like, I think I think I've found the I think I've found the solution. Excellent. And then, so and then, and then, I back. think later on that that week, I actually, oh yeah, I grew it to I think twenty five percent even. Okay, and let's then, go back to that moment yeah. when you realized you really onto something. And in fact, I'm going to invite you to close your eyes, or even I don't know, you can't lean back with a microphone, but just close your eyes and remember that delicious moment. You wake up, you look at the phone, you look at the blue trades. And I want you to notice and just really feel that moment, feel that realization that you're on to something and go back and be in that time. And let's rewind the tape and just step into that moment in the present tense so we can feel it fully and completely. Feel what that is like to see those trades and the success and two laser entries. And just feel what that is like, that realization. I'm going to give you a moment of silence to do so. So, Cam, what do you notice going on physiologically in your body right now as you appreciate what's going on, on the, in those trades? What do you notice physiologically? Uh, my, my eyes are just like darting all over the place. 
Eyes are darting all over yeah. the place. Yes. Yeah, my eyes are darting all over the place. Um, like I've just got these sort of, it feels like I've got, you know, fireworks going off in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, like just this, you know, a smile on my face. That's mm-hmm. That's what I can feel. Yeah. Eyes darting, fireworks, smile on your face. So let's intensify that a little bit. Have the thought that, you know, maybe I found it now. This is it. This is the turnaround. And I want you to intensify it. Allow your eyes to move over the place. Feel the fireworks. Feel the smile on your face. And what does this experience say about Cam? What does this say about who he is and his skills? It shows that, if it, well, I suppose it's all 10 years worth of of effort mm-hmm. finally paying off. And I can now sort of see this success in the future that mm-hmm. I know that like a lot of people have been listening to the show, uh, have been wanting to see. And um, basically it's it's sort of, it's the turning point of of my life, basically. Turning point of your life, yeah. yeah. Feels really good, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, so let's move forward in time with this experience. And I want you to notice the next trade or set of trades that isn't working so well. Yeah, so it was the next week... Mm-hmm. Well, the next as yeah, as soon as that happened, did I? I had a couple of trades that I think I went in against the plan, mm-hmm. and then the next week I went in against the plan again, and mm-hmm. I was trying things out. I felt like okay, mm-hmm. I'm now experimenting to see if what happened last week was actually what I would expect to happen going forward. Was that the best way, or was there another mm-hmm. way to do it? Mm-hmm. And so I started experimenting and I started increasing the lot size. Mm-hmm. And then there was one trade that I thought, okay, I think I've got it this time. Increase the lot size and then move the stop, move the stop again, mm-hmm. move the stop again until it got out of control. And then that was when I basically yeah, drilled a lot of the account down mm-hmm. Uh and I'm, I think I may have even had another similar trade um, where I didn't move the stop, but it was just another losing trade. And then I looked back at the end of that week to realize that I'd actually gone against the plan. And mm-hmm. some of these trades were literally just Hail Mary trades right. and trying to claim, trying to claw back the initial loss. Um, and so, yeah, at that point, I mean, I still felt pretty confident because I was like, well, I know I did it in the first week. The second week was basically an experimental week, and I learned mm-hmm. a lot. So then the week after that, that's when I decided that, okay, now I know that that doesn't work. Let's go back and have a smaller target mm-hmm. um, and go for the smaller target and stick to the plan. And that's mm-hmm. what it did, and I started winning the trades again. And then... I found that at the end of the week, I'd made I'd made a good profit, but then on the last day, I started 
changing things again. Okay, so let's and, go to that point of changing things. Yeah. So here is Cam. Decade of work, experience, trading, seeing patterns in the market, trying different things. And all of a sudden, we get in some consistency and getting some major returns. So what happened between following the plan and getting creative with your trades? What was that experience in that moment where you made the shift? Do you remember? Um, I'd have to rack my brain. Um, I think it was because I'd had, I'd had success. I felt that yeah. I'd like, I had the ability now that I'd, I'd made myself a bit of ground. I had a chance to experiment again. Mm-hmm. That's what I've, I felt like. I had a chance to experiment again, and. Okay. It wasn't so, until a week after that I realized that the experimenting was the thing that was destroying the account. Right. And that's when I became a lot more patient and realized that maybe the trades weren't going to trigger every day. The other thing was being in the market too much. So the first mm-hmm. week, the trades triggered like from sort of day one onwards, whereas the second and third weeks, they didn't. it took till later on in the week before the market started really getting active. Okay. So okay. there's a lot of patience in you. there. Yeah, I'm going to stop you for a minute, Cam, because you, you, there was a really exquisite moment there that you touched on, and I would like to go back to it with yeah. your permission. Yeah. And the moment was, we've got, it was like, oh, my God, things are working. All my investment of time, my energy, the people who listen to me, So what happened, the typical equity curve of my clients before they come to me is grind it, make it, grind it, make it, grind it, make it. And then in a short period of time, kaboom, give it back. So what happened was, let me rephrase that. So there was a shift in thinking. And also with success comes a shift in our neurochemicals. There's a book called the hour between the hour and the hour between the dog and wolf, and they did neurochemical tests on traders when they were losing and when they were winning. And what happens is, if we have really big dreams and we've worked really hard for them, when those dreams start to get filled, all of a sudden that feels so good because it's filling this empty part of our heart, this hole in our heart. And that rush feels so good that we start operating from a different part of our brain. And from that different part of our brain, we start to experiment like you did. And I want you to know, Kim, that I so appreciate you bringing this up because this is so important to the people who are listening to you and to my clients also, because this is such a... uh, a common pattern that we see over and over again. And there's a number of things going on here. And one of them is we've spent so long in the struggle. We've spent so long working so hard. We've been spent so much time and energy testing systems out that that struggle in and of itself becomes safety. 
and that success becomes a risk. I know this sounds crazy, and I know most people out there won't believe me, but I see it over and over again, that we go back to what we know, and by experimenting, by going off the system, Cam, that took you back to your comfort zone. Mm. Yep. So, paint me a picture of a successful Cam who has a system, who's patient. Sometimes the trade patterns or the setups just aren't there. But paint me a picture of how his mental state, his master trader's mindset, his highest self is absolutely okay with steady progress and success and that he no longer needs to give it away, just go back into the struggle. So paint me that picture of that cam that is comfortable with success. What's he like and how did he change? He, he sets time aside, uh, appropriate time aside to focus on doing the analysis that will set him up for the mm-hmm. week on the, for the day. Mm-hmm. And then he monitors the trades on a four hour or thereabouts, maybe hourly basis. Mm-hmm. And is fairly relaxed, always puts a stop in, always honors the stop, doesn't risk too much, appropriate amount for the, for the account. And, knows exactly where the what the exit strategy is mm-hmm. and is and, going to play that out regardless okay and as the profits accumulate into his count how does he manage that success yeah so he sets goals short-term goals mm-hmm. to try and meet and withdraw amounts at certain levels. Mm-hmm. What would it be like for the successful cam to go back to struggle? Would that is that something that draws him? Is he interested in going back to being a struggling trader? Or is he comfortable with success? Comfortable with success, comfortable with mm-hmm. continually growing an account. Mm-hmm. comfortable with continually meeting the goals, matching the goals, mm-hmm. exceeding the goals. Okay. And, yeah. Well, excellent. What does Cam lose with his success? And I know this, this sounds crazy to most people, but there are a number of things we give up with success. And those are voices in our head and parts of ourselves that keep pulling us back. So let's do a little discovery. What is Cam going to lose with success? And, if, and if, this is really a challenge, so it's not an easy question, and I understand that, so I'll help you along the way if we need to. What does Cam lose with consistent success? I lose the search, the search mm-hmm. for success. Mm-hmm. I lose, I gain extra time mm-hmm. and freedom. I gain extra freedom. And with that freedom, what do you lose? With that freedom, I lose the... With the freedom, I lose the the struggle. Mm -hmm. I lose the... uh, 
I lose the the um, uh, I lose the restriction on mm-hmm. on my life at the moment, or the mm-hmm. restrictions on my life at the moment. So it means that I can go and do stuff and mm-hmm. buy stuff and. Um, I suppose extend my life outside of the boundaries that I currently sit within. Right. And if Cam loses the struggle, what what of that struggle? Let me rephrase that. If the struggle is a big part of most traders' life. And when that struggle is gone, if we don't have a clear picture of what replaces it, if we don't have a clear picture of what that mindset is, if we don't have a clear picture of how that new state of mind is safe, our survival mechanisms want to take us back. So now that the struggle is gone, Cam, what is the meaning in life for Cam? What is life about for him without struggle? Paint me a picture of what that is like. It means that I've got a lot more time and freedom to do the mm-hmm. things that, that mean the most to me, really, which is is wanting to give back to the to the world in a way that I don't know what exactly that is yet, but uh, I'm trying to do it through this this show at the moment, and after that, it'll be through through other means, and that will be more impactful. So it just means that I can I can I mean meet interesting people around the world who mm-hmm. can help me achieve this, uh, help. Um, uh, do things that I couldn't do now because I've got the time to do them. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not, whether or not that's around, uh, I'm quite passionate about the environment, um, and you know the the fact that the planet is is, you know, being slowly destroyed by pollution, and that would be one thing I'd want to try and tackle through various business opportunities that that would come my way. Um, these sort of things. Uh, also, like personally, looking at uh, looking at um, doing things that I've been putting off, which are, are things like learning a martial art, um, spending more time doing like yoga and mm-hmm. um, and that sort of thing. So going on those sort of retreats and and really sort of uh, getting in touch with with uh, with um, I suppose uh, spirituality and to a certain mm-hmm. degree. Okay, so, those are the sort of things that I picture as a as a future sort of successful once trading is uh, is you know once I've succeeded in trading that's what I can go ahead and do. Excellent. So I want you to think of a cam who stays steady when trading. Envision his account slowly growing. There are times the market hands him drawdowns, but. He fully understands that's part of the game because consistent, if every, if the market patterns allowed him consistent profits all the times, everybody would figure it out and everybody would be rich. 
But we understand that Cam has persistence, resilience, he has market skills, and he's building his account. And I want you to imagine that state of mind that doesn't go off the rails. The state of mind that means that Cam is okay as he is. He doesn't need trading to prove himself. He doesn't need a bank account to say he's okay. He doesn't need to do anything that that proves that he's a good guy in the world with the environment or anything else. He's just okay as he is. I want you to, I'm going to give you a minute to think about that cam. And notice how it feels as you step inside of him to be him. And I'll give you a minute. How does that feel, Cam? It feels like the the pressure has been taken off. The... the pressure has been taken off, yes. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back. And let's go back to the original time when you had made some successful trades. You looked at them. You went off the rails. You thought, I can do this. I'm going to experiment. And I want you to get that feeling, that feeling of ego, that feeling of, I'm Superman, that feeling that, God, I've got this made. I can do anything. Step back into that trade and just notice the hand going to the mouse, trading off of the system and experimenting. Notice what the, the physiology is like. Notice the shift as you go to that, as you need to make the next profit. As you, as you lose money, then you need to make it back. I want you to feel that system. I want you to feel how that body feels. Notice what you're feeling emotionally. Notice the type of thoughts going through your head, and I want you to exaggerate it. On a scale of 1 to 10, and you're in that state, and you're trying to make it back, or you just feel like you've got it made, how intense is it on a scale of 1 to 10? It's about 7. 7. What thought could you think to bring up that feeling to a 10? It feels like if I was throwing a ball as hard as I could, that's mm-hmm. sort of the that's sort of the feeling. Like, yeah, good throwing a ball as hard. So I want you to throw it harder. I want you to throw it faster. I want you to take your arm and just throw it as hard as you can, and hard as you can. And notice the effort. Notice how you're feeling as you throw it harder and harder and harder, and bring that experience up to a ten. And how does this experience, that intensity, feel to you right now? How positive, how negative is it? It's it's angry. It's it's negative. It's It's very negative. Let me talk. Let's talk to the angry part. May I have a conversation with your angry part? Yeah. Okay. Well, Cam's angry part, I want you to know that I believe that you have positive intentions for him, that you're there to help him. And with that understanding, can I have a conversation with you as Cam's angry part? Yes. What do you do for Cam? What does that anger do? What do you do for Cam? That anger is a, has a real positive part to it. What is that? I keep him safe. You keep him safe. Excellent. How do you do that? 
by making sure he doesn't succeed. I keep him safe by making sure he doesn't succeed. Excellent. What would happen if he, you didn't keep him safe and he succeeded? How is that unsafe for him? Because then he'd have to do something with his life. Yeah, he'd have to do something with his life. And that's a big unknown. So you keep him safe by keeping him in the struggle so he doesn't have to face the bigger fears. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, great. Well, I really appreciate you keeping him safe. That's really an important job. And if you knew a better way of keeping him safe, would you be willing to do that or talk about it at least? Yes. Okay. So tell me, keeping him safe now, his anger, is Cam's anger, how has that been working for him? Well, he just keeps doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So you're keeping him safe, but in the long term, how does that work for him? It's not, it's not going to get him anywhere. Mm-hmm. So is it safe not to have Cam go anywhere? No, I know that's risky. That's really risky, isn't it? Yeah. So you're there for his safety. And in the long term, you even realize that that increases the risk. Is that right? Yes. So would you be willing to reduce that risk to keep him safe? Yes, that Great. makes sense. Great. So I, I I want to really give you an appreciation as Cam's anger. May I do so? Yes. You have been with Cam. In fact, let's ask this question. As Cam's anger, when did you notice that he really needed you to come to him? I don't know. I don't know. Was he a teenager or younger than that? When did Cam needed that anger to protect himself? Um, I think it was in, it was probably when I was in the UK. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I really appreciate you coming to Cam and helping him out. And I, it's my guess that in some situations, anger can be really helpful in the world. There are times when that kind of energy can be really protective. It can set boundaries. It can change people's behaviors. And it can be a really a positive influence. So anger, I really appreciate what you've done for Cam in the past. And you know now that Cam is going to be a professional trader. He's going to be very successful. So the question is, what does anger do for trading success? What do you, in that context, we've shifted context from the world to trading. How can you support Cam? 
I can let him get on with it and get out of the way. You can let him get on with it and get out of the way. Excellent. And how would that feel given that you've been with him a long time? You've been supported of him. You've been, you've protected him. How would it feel to get out of the way for you? It'll be easy because it's hard work. It's hard work, yeah. It'll feel like letting a burden down. What a weight off of your shoulders, anger. Once you take that weight off your shoulders, you let Cam get on with it. Are there things that you can do with a new role that might be helpful to him? I don't think there is. Okay, excellent. So you're okay going into retirement and letting that burden go? Yeah, I think that that's it. I'm done. You're done. Yeah. Okay, I want you to take... So thank you, Anger. I really appreciate... Is there anything you want to say to me or to Cam or to anybody listening before we go back to Cam? Um, I suppose, uh, yeah, hopefully, well, you guys are going to see some changes because I'm not going to be here anymore. Okay. I just want you to know that there may be situations where you could be helpful to Cam, maybe in a little different role, maybe in the world. So I just want you to hang on to know that. And I'm so glad you know you support Cam. You're willing to retire if that helps but also that you can be creative and think of other ways that you could be helpful to him in new and, and more productive ways, okay? Okay. I really appreciate your anger, and I appreciate you supporting Cam. So I'm going to go back to talk to Cam now in a minute. Thank you. I'm going to take a deep breath, and anybody listening to this, I invite you to take a real slow, deep breath. And Cam, I invite you also. Ah, one more. Ah, so Cam, welcome back. Well. (laughs) I invite you to kind of just shake yourself out a little bit. Your body back here. Mm -hmm. Did you hear my my conversation with your anger? Yeah, I did. I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard the conversation. I was, I felt like I was hypnotized to a certain Mm -hmm. degree. Yeah. Would you have agreed? I feel I talked to a very sincere and very deep part of yourself that was willing to come out. And I'm feeling a rush of emotion myself now because your angry part was willing to be here, to be transparent, to be available, and to support you. Mm. What a wonderful part that is with realization says, hey, I can retire. Hey, I can put the burden down. So I'm very appreciative of that part. Got it. Yeah, it was, it it was definitely, you're definitely talking to my inner subconscious around Mm -hmm. a particular anger, which I wouldn't even pinpointed that before 
Mm-hmm. I would never have even thought that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, when you said it, and I said, "Oh, the UK," I was thinking that it was when, like, I just got to the point where I don't know. I was just an ang. I got very angry at one point. This was before mm-hmm. I left, and I remember like you know, spitting across the bar at a barman who didn't serve me. Mm -hmm. What's all that about? That was sort of, and then trying to trip people up on the street Mm -hmm. who were walking too slow. So, yeah. And I don't know if that's the the genesis of it or or what, but um, that's what came to my mind. Excellent. Well, we can continue this conversation another time if you're interested, but could I talk a little bit about to the audience about the experience you had with, may I have your permission to do yeah, that? Go, yeah, go for it, definitely. So what Cam did today during this session and so beautifully and so wonderfully and so transparently is to take a trading experience, come down to that moment of experience, expand his awareness drop into the different parts that were part of that experience to be able to articulate them to come out so that they could now feel some relief and the anger just taking that burden off of the shoulders. And Cam just did a wonderful job. And this is available to each and every one of you. If you have persistent trading mistakes that just don't go away, if you just can if you swear you're going to follow your strategy and you wake up the next morning, you go, oh, what did I do? Sometimes it comes on like with Cam with a series of successful trades where all of a sudden our dreams are just going to come true and we get so excited that we're operating from a very different brain. Sometimes those parts can come in when we're in a losing trade and just so angry. It should have worked. We double up. We cancel our stops. We lose more and we give it all back. In those moments, we have different parts of ourselves operating. And and the more persistent and the more resilient they are, the more they just keep coming back. That means the more they're connected to our survival mechanisms. And so why do we continue to make these trading behaviors that don't serve us? It's because they're connected to survival in some way. It doesn't make sense. It's not rational. But once we understand that, then we can take a breath and go, wow, it's, I'm, I don't have to blame myself. I'm not a bad person. I just got old mechanisms in my brain. At mind muscles, we call these needs, neural metastructures, and just old patterns in our brain from somewhere else, from something else that happened. And they replay themselves in trading. And the problem is some of these were very successful in the world. They really helped us out. But trading is so different. <laughs> it's not the real world. Trading requires a whole different set of behaviors. And the, but these old processes that are trying to help us, they don't realize that trading require, is a very different context. And so as a result, we repeat behaviors that don't serve us. Whew. This is fascinating stuff. And it's, I mean, well, the proof is going to be in the pudding when I when I start trading again. And this week mm-hmm. I, I I definitely um I definitely realized that I'd done it again. I'd literally done exactly the same thing. I managed to um come out of the, the, the drawdown that I got myself in. Uh 
and mm-hmm. bring it all the way back to where I started. And I'd actually got back there twice, well and truly back there, like mm-hmm. like well over what I was aiming for. But I, something was stopping me. Like it was something, I couldn't work it out. Something was stopping me. And then um, I just literally at one point said, right, I'm just going to close a trade just so I can hit that goal and have my goal achieved, mm-hmm. which it did. And then the next week, because I'd achieved that goal, it was like, oh, great. Now I'm going to just go and experiment again and mm-hmm. destroy all the hard work, which I've, which I managed to achieve in, in one week. Um, so it was sort of like three weeks to get there and then one week to, to destroy it all which is so true in terms of what we've just spoken about and hopefully mm-hmm. um well look I I've and I yeah I feel like I was on the right track because I'd realized that I'd gone and assessed exactly what I'd done and then I'd said right okay that's it I'm not trading tomorrow uh, yesterday and I'm not I'm going to start again next week and they're going to do it properly again try again and so I think with this in tow I'm done I'm like I know that I'm I can just know when i'm going to start to do something i can call back the fact that i've had this conversation with you i know probably what it is it's the anger coming out and that's why i'm not going to do it because then i can talk to it myself hopefully well i think what you're pointing out is really important that when you feel that at at mind muscles we have the golden keys awareness acceptance and action and if you're in that moment you're aware oh, I'm going into my anger mode. And then you can say, how good it feels to be a powerful cam, trading from his highest mindset, trading from his master mind. And we went back, remember? We went back to step to the old place and how that felt, and then how it felt to be trading from your master mind. And in that moment, you can start to make a choice. Now, what happens is our survival brain is really fast just it's Mm. much more faster than our conscious brain. So your practice will be to catch it sooner and sooner. And you don't, and you don't need to stop and say, Oh damn part. I'm going to stop. I'm going to pound it down. Wow. I'm aware that my anger is coming back. Fascinating. Accepting it. And then you can say, okay, what would I like instead? Or it's really taken over. I'm going to step away from the screen. And now you have choices. And what is so wonderful and beautiful, Cam, about what you've done is you've expanded your menu of choices. And that's what I think that transformation is about, expanding our menu of choices so that in those moments we can make choices that serve us better, they feel better in the moment, and honor our values. So well done. Yeah, look, thank you very much, Rich. It's been absolutely fascinating and fantastic that we're able to do this because i think this is a sort of uh, i'm very lucky and feel privileged that you were you know you gave gave an hour to me to to go through this process and and uncover this stuff it's it's really i'm just very grateful i'm i'm so grateful to you for being able to willing to be here to be transparent and honest with yourself and with your audience that means so much to me, and I think that this is going to mean a lot to a lot of different people also. So, you know, as we let our light shine, we give others permission to let their light shine also. So well done, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Look, um, so what's the uh, – before we wrap up, I suppose, what's the best way for the guys to get hold of you? 
rich at mindmusclesplural.com. Rich at mindmusclesplural.com. Or you can go to the website mindmusclesfortraders.com. Cool. Brilliant. And look, we'll put uh, all this up on the Trading Up podcast as well. So search for, for Rich in the search box there and you'll get this. There's a full-on video that we've recorded of this as well. So if you want to see me with my eyes shut for, what's it, 25 <laughs> minutes or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I actually felt like I was I felt like I was sort of almost sitting on an angle. It was really weird. I, I couldn't censor myself. It was very weird. Um, then, yeah, head over to the Trading Up podcast, search for Rich in the search box, and you're going to find all those links there as well, as well as this video. And, um, yeah, look, thank you very much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure having you, and thanks for the session. I, I know that I'm going to be a better trader for it. Um, and, guys, if you want a similar experience and I suppose even more in-depth experience, then um, you know where to go. Okay, Cam, thanks a lot. Really enjoyed the time with you, and I'm wishing you a most wonderful week. Brilliant. Thanks, Rich. Bye-bye. Well, guys, hope you learned something there. Uh, as I said, I lived through it. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to listen to it. I won't be listening to it. I won't be watching it. But please do, if you think you got something out of that, or even if you didn't, head over to the YouTube channel, and you're going to get to see me make a bit of a fool out of myself on video there, revealing oh, who knows what I revealed in that show. I was essentially in some sort of trance, and it all just came out. So, guys, Head over there, YouTube, or head over to the show notes. Or if you remember, if you've got a question uh, about trading, anything at all, and you're desperate to get the answer, please drop it to me on one of my social media channels. Or, hey, you could even go to tradingnut.com or reply to any of my emails if you've got them and let me know your questions. Now, um, send them through, and we'll endeavor to get a professional trader who knows the market inside and out to answer those questions uh, for you to answer those questions for you on the podcast, either in drip-fed or dumped versions. So in one one or two or three or five, how many podcasts it is. But please head over there, let me know your questions, and we'll work out how we distribute those answers in the future. Now, um, last but not least, I am so close to getting the Robot Traders Club and Robot Builders Club out the door Um a lot of revamping going on here, guys, a lot of revamping. So if you're on the fence and want to just quickly try it out, then please, I do recommend heading over to tradingnut.com. Massive changes. I can't wait to tell you what they are, but you can get in now if you do want to. I'm just still finessing things, but um, massive changes over there, especially at the Robot Traders Club, the Robot Builders Club. There's a whole new course. And if you actually want in before the price goes up on that one and I launch the new course, then you've got to head over to automatemytrading.com in the very, very, like literally in the next day or two. And you're going to get not just the new course, but you will get the existing old course and all the bonuses that come with that as well. All right, guys, that's it from me. Remember the course to action. Jump on your phone, or if you're listening on the web, then it's easier, but there will be links in the phone um, description so you can get to all those places very quickly. Okay, until next time, have a great trading week. See you then.